Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you learning ways to save more and spend less. And don't let anyone ever rip you off. Speaking of which, coming up in just a few minutes, I'm going to tell you about a scam phone call that's making the rounds right now that you should be on the lookout for. And later this hour, I need to confess to you, I got a bad night's sleep last night. I was so upset about a move by the U.S. Senate last night that gave the banks exemption from oversight from the courts when they do something illegal, rotten, terrible to you as a consumer. I am beyond horrified, and I'm going to talk about that later this hour and how you deal with something like that without descending into cynicism or a sense of hopelessness. You and I have power. We just have to choose to use it in spite of the dirty money in Washington that takes away your and my rights. So today, there's a lot of news to save you money on the cell phone front, and it's not normally going to happen this week. Usually, it's several weeks from now as we get into the peak of the Christmas shopping season. I want to tell you what the sizzling deals are right now. So first, as you may have heard me explain in the past, AT&T, T-Mobile, and Sprint all have wholly owned discount brands that they use to sell cell phone service to their most price-sensitive customers. And so there are people who are customers of the discount brands, Cricket, which is AT&T, same exact as AT&T, MetroPCS, which is T-Mobile, and Boost Mobile, which is Sprint. Verizon has chosen to do a joint venture for it called Total Wireless, but they don't have their own thing like these others. And many times the absolute lowest prices will be rolled out at these discount brands because, again, they appeal to the most price sensitive. So there's a price war going on right now where Metro PCS and Boost, Cricket is not joined in yet, are offering unlimited cell phone plans, unlimited data, unlimited talk, unlimited text for $25 per line per month for a family plan. So you pay 100 a month, and that includes all junk fees for all your calling, your texting, and data with Metro PCS and Boost. Now, in addition, if you come from somebody else, Metro just straight out will give you cell phones. Either it's a rebate or just you walk out with a free phone or you buy you get a free one online. So they've got a wide variety of phone models you can choose from 
that you get for free, which overcomes people's objection of like, well, if I switch companies, now I got all the expense of a new phone. They just give you the phone and then the service with no contract commitment at $25 a month per line. It's fantastic. And depending on where you live, the mark the um, network of T-Mobile will serve you very well or very poorly. The network of Sprint will serve you well or poorly. You got to make sure of that first. Not because it's going to really cost you any real money if it turns out to be, oh, this network's not good enough where I live, but just because it's a hassle to switch to somebody and switch away. Now, speaking of phones, there's a great deal today only for Costco members on the Moto G5 Plus, which is one of the most highly rated phones by tech reviewers, and customers who have them seem to love them. The Moto G5 Plus works on any U.S. network. And it's $219 today for Costco members on Costco.com, free shipping. If you're an Amazon Prime member and you don't mind having all those ads coming at you with Prime with Offers phones, where every time you go to your phone, you see a variety of Amazon ads, If you don't mind that, you can still save a little more than that, $185 getting that phone. Remember, the Moto G5 Plus works on any network and has fingerprint reader and decent camera, apparently, and a good build-out, whatever that means. It's like somebody who goes to the fitness center, right, and lifts weights. But today is a great day on the cell phone front for people that are price-oriented first. Now, price is not really a key consideration, but it wouldn't hurt if you saved a little bit of money. If you're salivating over the iPhone X, they are going to be in relatively short supply for a while, and the cell phone carriers, as a result, are being pretty stingy with the offers to attract you to them from somebody else in return for getting an X. Effectively, you're going to end up getting a $300 discount, more or less, from the various cell phone carriers, except for AT&T, who's not come up with an offer yet, but Verizon, Sprint, and T-Mobile works out to around $300 for you in incentives if you want to come to their network or add a line on their network to a plan you already have, and get the iPhone X. But still, even with the discount, you're looking at 800 or more dollars for that phone. That's a lot of money for a phone, isn't it? Levi is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Levi. Hello, Clark. How are you? Great. Thank you, Levi. You have a question for me about old debts that are annoying your life? Tell me uh, your scoop. Yeah. Uh, well, I have some past medical debt that has been paid off from uh, my ex-wife. She didn't bother to pay the bills while we were together, even though there was money for it, but that's beside the point. Uh, it's been paid for, but it's still nagging on my credit report. It's showing that the bills are paid. All right. Wait, 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 wait. Why are your ex-wife's medical bills on your no, credit report my, instead of hers? They're my 
they were for me, but she was in charge of paying the bills and never paid them. I see. So they were medical services that you received. Correct. You trusted her to pay the bills. She mm-hmm. didn't, and that's why she's now your ex-wife. No, there are other reasons, there right? There you go. <laughs> okay. So how many medical collections are there? Uh, there's seven or eight, no more than uh, $200 worth. And they're already paid, and how old are they? Uh Less than seven years. But how close to seven? Uh, one is pretty close, and the other ones are two or three years old. Oh, they're just in the last couple of years? Yes. Okay, so the newest scoring model that not everyone has adopted yet is I read the new scoring model from FICO that a medical bill that is zero-balanced will not harm you in your credit score the way a medical bill does that has an outstanding balance. Okay. So the the model that lenders are slowly transitioning to that, but in the the model that's most frequently used, those are still lowering your score, I'm guessing 150 points. What kind of number score do you have these days? Uh, I'm in the low sixes. Okay, yes, yeah, so that would be, if everything else is current, that would account for being in the low sixes instead of the mids or upper sevens. Yeah, that's the only negative things I'm taking a hit on right now. And if you had told me they were still open items, and this is important for everyone listening to us to know, Levi, if you have open items that are medical, what you do is you only pay them in return for an agreement that the collector will remove the item from your report, and that needs to be in writing. And with medical debts, there's much more uh, latitude and someone's removing an item from your report in return for payment than there is with other debts. But in your case, really, it's going to take time to heal that. Have you been able to get any new credit of any kind in the last two years? Uh, yeah, actually, well, in the past couple of months, I've gotten two uh, secured credit cards. Okay, and will either or both of those secured cards become regular cards after 12 to 18 months? Uh, after one of them, I know after two years, will come up for review, and it can't be transferred over to a normal card after that. Okay, uh, two years is an awfully long time for that. I think it was two years. It was the Discover It card. Okay, I don't know the answer on that card, but two years is extremely long. That's longer than I've heard before. But uh, what I'm getting to is that time and your behavior is what's going to heal this because you don't have any leverage to get these removed. Okay. But if you're in the low sixes with these many medical collections on your report, it means that you're poised to have a very healthy credit score just gradually build over the next year or so okay particularly as that secured card becomes a regular card okay okay but do you know uh if misery loves company do you know what percent of americans have had a medical collection oh i'm guessing most of them yeah somewhere right around half 
So it's a very, very common occurrence, and that's why the credit scoring models are changing to reflect that issues involved with medical debt are not a predictor of what happens with regular debts in your life. Philip is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Philip. Hi, Clark. It's great getting this chance to speak with you. Well, it's great to have to you here. Uh, you have a daughter going to a place that somebody only asked me about, I'd say, once every five years. Yeah, she has an opportunity to study abroad in Fiji, and she's going to be there this next spring. Wow. It brings up a couple of concerns, though. One is whether... I have enough health insurance for her, and the other is how to stay in contact with her. So staying in contact with her is pretty easy. Um, And what she's going to need to do is buy a local SIM card in Fiji. And with that SIM card, the data she has on it is going to allow you unlimited free ability to communicate with each other from the United States to and from Fiji. And you're going to be able to do that using these apps that are so much more popular everywhere else in the world than they are here. The big ones are Line, L-I-N-E, and Viber, V-I-B-E-R. And there's one very popular in Asia called WeChat. And so these allow you to do unlimited communication over the cellular network and anywhere that she has Wi-Fi in Fiji. So, and and she just buys a local SIM. What kind of phone does she have? You mean what provider? Well, what kind of actual cell phone does she use? Uh, She has an iPhone. So iPhones generally will allow you to place another SIM card in the phone, and it will instantly recognize that and be on that network that she's bought the SIM card for. Okay, yeah, it is one that has a SIM card. So she'll be able to ask locals what's going to be the cheapest phone for data, cheapest, I'm sorry, cell phone service for data in Fiji. Okay. Now let's go to the medical. (laughs) So on the medical, there's a website you can find information about uh, traveler's policies which is called insuremytrip.com. And how many months did you say she was going to be in Fiji? She's going to be there for a whole semester. So So four months. Three months. Three Three or four months. Yeah, so that's kind of perfect. There are these travel policies for medical you can buy that are generally sold as one-year policies, and they allow multiple destinations, because when she's in Fiji, she may decide to go run down to Australia or New Zealand while she's there or something like that, because she's going to be so far on the other side of the world. Okay, so what I have as far as my regular health insurance, that... Normally will not cover you. That was very vague. Right, normally it will not cover you outside the United States. You need explicit contract language with your current health care provider that they do provide coverage outside the United States. They may be willing to sell you a rider for her to be able to use coverage outside the United States. But a uh, global medical policy is usually what people do for students living a semester abroad. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. 
That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Today's Clark Rageous moment is a red alert for you about caller ID. You know, so often we don't answer our cell phones. Who has home phones anymore? We don't answer our cell phones unless we recognize the number or it looks like it's somebody that would be trustworthy. But do I have a warning for you in today's Clark Rage? Scams, ripoffs, outrages. It's a Clark Rageous moment. So a special warning from the FTC today that it's becoming a plague with scammers doing what's called caller ID spoofing, where you, on your caller ID, will have something that identifies could be your bank, could be your credit union, credit card company, could be a government agency, whatever. It has become ultra easy, and I'm not going to tell how they do it, but it's become ultra easy for even low-grade criminals to make a call to you and have the caller ID say whatever they want it to say. So just because the caller ID says somebody is calling from an organization that you know and trust, you can't trust that that's who's calling you. Don't give out any personal information. Best to hang up. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate Cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. I'm so glad you're with me here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you and that wallet of yours. I want you to learn ideas so that you can keep more of what you make. Clark.com is our main website. You can follow me at Facebook.com slash Clark Howard. So I was extremely upset last night, and I wasn't able to sleep. I just walked around my house calming myself. I almost got on the elliptical. I thought that would get me even more hyped up. And it's rare that I get rattled like that. But there's been something I've been watching very closely that goes back 10 years. After the banking scandals of last decade and all the criminal behavior of the banks, that went unpunished and the executives still got their huge bonuses, still had their private jets, still have their country clubs, still have their multi-million dollar paychecks. The banks being above the law is something that is core with me. You know, you and I as taxpayers heavily subsidize the banks. And there's good logical reasons we do so, why we have the FDIC, the NCUA for credit unions, because you don't want 
people to lose faith in a nation's banking institutions because nothing else works in capitalism if you don't have the free flow that comes with finance. But the problem is that you and I had to lay out trillions of dollars to bail out the banks that engaged in so many reckless and criminal activities last decade. One of the things that came out of that was that you and I, if we were cheated by a bank, or by the way, this also applies to Equifax, the people who so efficiently have destroyed any ability for you to protect your identity without a lot of hard work for the rest of your life, that your right to go to the courts when you've been harmed was excised yesterday in a 50-50 vote in the U.S. Senate. The tie was broken by Vice President Pence. And it just smells. It stinks. It's rotten. It's terrible. And let me tell you something. There is no logical explanation if your senator, either of your senators voted to put the banks above the law, to put Equifax above the law, there's no reasonable explanation. They may demagogue about lawyers and all that. But the truth is, in the aftermath, you think about all the criminal activities at Wells Fargo, all the things that have gone wrong in the banking sector, to allow Wells Fargo and its brethren to be above the laws of the United States is an outrage. And your recourse now is to go into kangaroo court arbitration that is run by and for, with all the rules of engagement set by the very financial institutions that have engaged in rotten, terrible behavior. Stack deck, no due process, nothing. A bank engaging in illegal, improper, or criminal activity is exempt from oversight in the law thanks to maybe your senator or two, among others. So when stuff like this happens, you can retreat into cynicism. You can give up. That's not my style. It's not the way I think. And it's weird. We just finished Switch Ditch Save Week for banking with the idea being that there's no reason for you to be a sitting duck for bank abuse. And you and I, in spite of this horrific action by the U.S. Senate, you still have power with your wallet, your feet. Go somewhere where you're treated right. And that very well may be a smaller local bank. It may be a credit union. It may be an online bank. And if you got money, 
Look at the two giant discount brokers, Charles Schwab and Fidelity Investments, to do your banking there. If you, for whatever reason, inertia in your life, you want to stay with some crummy giant monster megabank, that's your choice. But at least don't let them cheat you on your savings. And least set up an online bank account so you can earn a decent rate of interest on your savings account. The, the giant monster megabanks have been crowing to the Wall Street analysts, basically calling their customers idiots. In briefings for analysts, that people are allowing the banks to get away with paying them essentially 0% interest and charging all kinds of fees to do business with the bank. Don't let yourself be treated like a chump and take control, take charge. And the era we're in with so much corruption in Washington, with the politicians making decisions based on how much money they're given by whatever special interest, and then being wowed with the private jet flights and all that by whoever's trying to get them to do what they want, currying favor, and crushing what would be right for the American people. I'm a student of history, and we've been through times like this in our past, And if you know the history of the 1800s very well and what went on in particularly the 1880s and 90s with a Washington that was tone deaf to the needs and wants of the American people and only did what the people who handed out the money wanted them to do, know that that led to an era of extreme reform in the United States. And I'm optimistic to believe that we will move to that again. And it's one of those things. You get knocked down in football, which I did a lot when I played football as a kid. You get back up and you put your mouth guard back in your mouth. One thing I can tell you, if you're a congressman or senator who thinks your job is to take whatever money some big money dude or company wants to give you instead of serving your fellow American, I'm watching. I'm watching. And I hope my fellow Americans are too. Deborah is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Deborah. Hi, Clark. Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely, Deborah. How can I serve you? Well, I signed up for the Credit Karma. Uh, credit monitoring that you had on your website this morning, and they told me that I had been in two breaches. Yeah, I got that notice too. So you you were looking at their uh, resource guide where they do the identity monitoring? Yes. All right. Now, I think a lot of people will show that, and I'll I'll do an easy one first. Did you ever have or do you still have a Yahoo email account? Yes, I do. As a matter of fact, it's the only one I use. All right. So Yahoo 
had a worldwide breach that turned out to be far larger than they thought, and over three billion, billion with a B, Yahoo email addresses were fully compromised. So your uh, username and password was completely exposed for Yahoo Mail. And so that's one of the warnings. That one I can tell you about easily, that you need to change your Yahoo, uh, your Yahoo password. And that one I would go to is a phrase that you'll remember that's multiple words. Okay. And um, I'm trying to remember, does Yahoo offer you an optional thing called two-factor authentication? I don't know. Oh, okay. I just got a thumbs up from one of the producers. Yes, you can do two-factor with Yahoo. And because of how deep the Yahoo vulnerability went, you should change that password and set up two-factor, which means that every time you go to sign into your Yahoo, that you'll get a, typically the way it's done is you get a text message with a one-time use code which you need to get into your Yahoo Mail. Okay. They said that the data breach details were online or spam bot and yeah. River City Media. Right. So the online or spam bot, that is the one that's the, uh, that is, I'm trying to remember if that's Yahoo or not. I don't think that one was Yahoo. Was your other, that one may have been Yahoo. I can't say for sure. Uh, the River City Media spam list, that was the second one. Huh. Well, I, you know, they're getting these things off of what's usually referred to by the blanket term dark web. And as far as what you have to do, like I've got two of them. One of them seems to be the one that's based on Yahoo. I, I have a Yahoo account, but really haven't used it in years. I don't even know why I still have it. And the, the other one that I was exposed on was one that has things like um, job titles, physical addresses, phone numbers. And so that one is, in combination with other things criminals might get, might allow them to take over my identity. Uh, is that an IP address? No, I mean physical address, your actual street address. Oh, oh, okay. So it just depends on what kind of stuff they found about you on that data breach report. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much if you've taken the second step, which is to freeze your credit files with the three major credit bureaus. I did do that as soon as you had that notice up on the Equifax breach. Okay, so you will be fine for a lot of the data breaches that the criminals have information on. For you, the greatest vulnerability is your Yahoo mail. Okay, then I'll do that two-factor identification then as soon as I hang up from you. Well, perfect. And remember, before you do that, change your password with Yahoo to something really complicated for other people, but easy for you to remember. I'll give you one tip that works very well is to use things like names of pets that are not going to be in public record databases 
because criminals aren't going to really be thinking about that kind of stuff. Maria's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Maria. How's it going? Hi, Clark. Good afternoon, and thank you for all you do for financial education. Well, thank you. I am you. a volunteer certified financial instructor because I had to learn everything the hard way, but I've been getting all great information from you since long ago. Thank you. So my question is, if it is true that if you freeze your credit, you won't be able to file a class action against Equifax if you need it? Not true. Credit freeze statutes were passed by the states. And so that it's by you have a right under state law that varies by state what you pay, what the procedures are, but you have a legal right to have your credit frozen. Now, Equifax, starting in January, is going to have an alternative to credit freeze that they are referring to tentatively as credit lock. And because that will not be something uh, that is controlled by law with credit lock, if Equifax chooses to say that you are banned from class actions or lawsuits or anything like that, they would be able to do that. But they cannot do that if you do credit freeze. Okay. So don't worry at all. Thank you so much. Sure. And is there anything else that we can do now that we don't know how much information is exposed out there? We, what, what else can we do? Well, there's not anything more you and I can do other than, you know, I've talked about the protocol, about the steps you should follow, and I've got that, that guide at Clark.com where you click this button, then you click mm-hmm. this one, and on like that. And so that's what we can do reasonably at this time. There's an additional step anybody should do if they are approaching age 62 or past, and that is to set up uh, what's known as a My Social Security account with Social Security Administration, because one of the vulnerabilities that's exposed by the Equifax breach is uh, more than half of people wait, uh, in many cases, well past age 62 to take Social Security, and criminals now are able, because of the Equifax data breach, to assume somebody's identity for Social Security purchase purposes and start receiving somebody's Social Security benefit. And people who aren't taking benefits till later won't know potentially for years that somebody has been impersonating them taking their Social Security checks. So by setting up a My Social Security account, you're able to know what's going on and be able to shut that down quickly if a criminal does it. As far as other steps, the big moves are going to come from the banks and the credit card companies and could be other businesses as well. I think the cell phone providers, they're going to come up with new procedures to verify that you are who you say you are as best they can Because as a result of the Equifax breach, there's no business out there that can rely anymore on the credit bureaus to know that the individual making an application is who they say they are. There's going to be a big problem for car dealers where people come in with false ID and now because of the Equifax breach can buy cars and steal them, Grand Theft Auto, as if they are somebody else.
You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. I appreciate you tuning in to The Clark Howard Show. And if you'd like more fun stuff to listen to by podcast, well, we have our Empowerment Zone. This is where you get to hear the stories of people that have done amazing things, either in overcoming hardship in their lives or things they've done to accomplish. Go to clark.com slash empowermentzone.